0: Welcome back folks to the Geezer Gus Presents Comedy Radio Series. I'm so very happy you tuned in again, as these old radio programs are priceless. Today, we make another visit to Ozzy and Harriet's place. This comedy episode is titled, Have a Cigar. This episode is brought to you by our friends at CritterCaper.com. At Critter Caper, you can watch hundreds of pet and animal videos that will truly warm your heart. These short videos are addicting for sure, because animals are great. There are great pet care and training videos as well. So give CritterCaper.com a visit. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the radio program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep Geezer Gus presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Now, enjoy today's episode with Ozzy and Harriet titled, Have a Cigar.
1: present the amusing prescribed adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard.
2: pretty quiet around the Nelson house this afternoon. I wonder where the family is. Oh, there they are in the living room. David and Ricky are taping up an old baseball bat. And there's Ozzie sprawled out on the couch reading the paper. I don't see Harriet, though.
3: Hey, what happened to
4: this living room? Oh, hi,
3: Mom. What do you mean, what happened to it? It
4: looks like a cyclone struck it. What's this?
3: Well, oh, that's what
4: I'd like to know. Look at this room. Things all over the place. I leave the house for five minutes, and look what happened.
1: Your mother's absolutely right, boys. Place looks like a mess. Come on, now, pick up these things of yours. Papa. Go on now. I'm reading.
4: Whose old jacket is this?
3: Not mine. Not mine.
4: Well, it certainly isn't mine. Ozzy. Ozzy. Hmm. Does this jacket belong to you by any chance?
1: Oh, yes. Where'd you find that?
4: Right here on my good chair.
1: Ricky, were you wearing my jacket this morning?
5: No, sir.
4: And who belongs to these wool socks?
5: Not me. Not me.
4: I'm afraid they're a little too big for me. (laughs) Ozzy. Oh, I'm sorry. What is it? I think it's an old pair of socks.
1: Oh, yes. They're my good golfing socks. Where'd you find those?
4: Under my good chair.
1: Ricky, were you playing hide-and-seek with my golf socks?
4: Heck
3: no And who had an extra cup of coffee? Not me I wish I could say yes
1: Oh, (laughs) I guess I did, Harriet (laughs) Yes, I'm guilty this time
3: This time? (laughs) Look, it's not bad enough
4: to have a cup and saucer around the living room There's still half the coffee in it Half? But
1: I hardly drank any of it Ricky, did you buy any chance... Not me,
3: Pop. I'm not allowed to drink coffee.
1: You sure you didn't drink any of it?
3: Honest, Pop. It had too much sugar in it. (laughs) Okay. And look at these papers scattered all over here. We have looked at them, Mom. (laughs) So I
4: gather. Well, who was looking at them last?
3: Not me. Not me. And I know
4: I will
1: Okay, Harriet, will you stop accusing me?
4: (laughs) I'm not accusing you Just that all the evidence seems to point in your direction
1: Goodness sakes, can't a man relax in his own home?
4: Of course Okay, I left my coat
1: on the chair, is that so terrible? And a pair of socks on the floor And a a coffee cup on the table and, And a few newspapers scattered around Go on What do you mean go on?
4: And mud tracks all over the hall rug and ties hanging on the back of the chair. Shall I go on?
1: That won't be necessary. I get the point. Let this be a good lesson to you, boys.
3: What do you mean, Pa? It's simple, David. If you're going to mess up the house, you better do it in somebody else's.
5: (laughs)
1: That isn't exactly what I had in mind. You guys are going to get married one of these days. You might as well learn now that a woman is always right.
4: Not always. Only when the man is wrong.
1: I suppose I was wrong
3: I saw this in a movie once
1: What are you talking about?
3: Well, this man and his wife
4: had a big argument
1: We're not having a big argument
4: Of course not, there's nothing to argue about Your father has to stop leaving his things lying around the house and that's all there is to it
1: And your mother has to start letting me enjoy life a little and that's all there is to it
3: In the movie there was a lot more to it Well, that's
1: the movie I realize that I'm not destined to win So I'm just going quietly out the front door That's known as taking the easy way out
3: In the movie, the man took this blonde out Never
5: mind It was a good picture,
3: boy
1: Okay, okay
3: She sure was a good-looking blonde
4: Well, I'll,
1: I'll see you
5: later
4: Hey, wait a minute How about straightening some of this up?
1: Okay, what would you like me to do?
4: Well, you can put your coat away, and here are your socks. And on your way out, you can drop this cup and saucer off at the kitchen.
1: Is there anything else?
4: Well, as long as you ask me, yes, there is. If you're going downtown, do you mind if I suggest that you get yourself a haircut?
1: No, I don't mind at all.
4: Then I do suggest it.
1: However, don't be too surprised if I don't follow your suggestion.
4: Oh, but you really do need a haircut.
1: Harriet, there are certain little decisions a man likes to make for himself. (laughs) I'll get a haircut when I feel like it, and I don't happen to feel like it this afternoon.
2: Okay, you're next, Mr. Nelson. Thanks, Bob. Sorry to keep you waiting. It's been busy like this all afternoon.
1: Oh, that's fine.
2: I guess hair must be growing faster now that summer's almost here.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
2: Well, sit right down. Terribly sorry you had to wait. As I say, it's been busy like this all afternoon. Oh, that's perfectly all right. You're sure now? You you seem a little
1: upset. Oh, no, no. It isn't about that, Bob.
2: Oh, that's good. Or is it bad?
1: Uh, It's just one of life's little problems.
2: Well, what, uh, what seems to be
1: worrying you? Well, it's my, oh, that is, it's, uh, it's this, uh, this friend of mine. You mean he's
2: trying to move in on you? No, no,
1: no, no. It's, uh, well, you see, uh, well, this fellow's wife has been nagging him. If he leaves his coat on a chair or his socks on the floor, anything at all, she makes life miserable for him.
2: Oh, that's bad. I used to have the same trouble. That is, a friend of mine used to.
5: <laughs> what do you
2: mean, used to? Well, you don't think he'd let a thing like that go on, do you?
1: Well, how could he stop it?
2: Well, I don't know about your friend, but my friend just plain put his foot down. He showed her who was boss.
1: Well, yeah, but that doesn't always work.
2: It's always worth a try. You just can't sit around and take it. You've got to be a man of action. Oh, I suppose so. Now, this friend of mine, his wife wanted children, lots of them. Well, I would have kept him broke, supporting all, Also, he asserted himself. One child, that's all he said. And and it worked, huh? Well, it would have. Only his wife came home from the hospital with twins.
5: <laughs> no
2: kidding. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen you in quite a while, have I? Here, have a couple of cigars on me.
1: Now wait a minute, you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid so <laughs> Could I help it if I do things in a big way? <laughs> uh, I guess not Yeah, they're
1: good cigars No, 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 that's okay oh, Go ahead, they're important. Well, I'm sure they're very good, but to tell you the truth, I don't smoke cigars
2: Believe me, Mr. Nelson, these are fine smokes I'll just put a couple in your coat pocket. And here's another one for good luck. Yeah, okay. And remember to tell your friend my advice. Don't let him be pushed around. It's his home just as much as his wife's. Well, yeah, I know. Be a man of action like me, and you'll get results. Well, those aren't exactly the kind of results that 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 my friend is looking
5: for. (laughs) Well, no matter
2: what results you're looking for, I always say a man has got to assert himself every once in a while. Yeah, I guess you're right at that. Are you sure you want a haircut? Of course, I'm happy to get the business, but you don't really need one.
1: Oh, well, I I might as well. My wife, I I mean, that is, uh, I I like it kind of short in the warm weather. Okay, you're the doctor.
2: Ozzy, just us, Mom. Boy, something
3: sure smells good. Oh, thank you. We're having
4: lamb tonight. Oh, boy. And I baked a nice apple pie, too.
3: Aren't we having company for dinner?
4: No, dear. I just thought I'd give your father a special treat this evening. How come? Oh, I just think I was a little unfair to him this afternoon. I want to try and make it up to him. Do you need any help, Mom? Well, it would be nice if you boys went out of your way to make him feel right at home.
3: Well, should we start scattering the newspapers around? <laughs>
4: We need to go that far. We'll just bring him his slippers and make him comfortable. After all, a man's home is his castle.
3: Oh, don't worry, Mom. We'll treat him like a king. Harriet? In the living room, dear. Hi, Pop.
1: Oh, hello, fellas.
3: Sit down, Pop. Make yourself homely.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
3: We're having your favorite dinner tonight. Leg of lamb.
1: Oh, that's fine.
3: And apple pie, too.
4: Oh,
1: sounds very good.
4: Why don't you relax on the sofa, dear? Put your feet up.
1: I think I'd better warn you, I took the shortcut and tracked quite a bit of mud in on the hall rug.
4: Oh, that's perfectly all right. I'll clean it later. I'll do it for you, Mom. Let me do it. No, never mind, boys. Why don't you hang up your father's coat for him?
3: Oh, sure. I'll help you take it off, Pop. Well, no, that won't be... Careful, Ricky, you dropped something. Hey, where'd you get the cigars, Pop? What's that? Couple of cigars.
4: Oh, oh,
1: oh, it was just the... uh... Well,
3: Ozzy, I
4: didn't know you smoked cigars. Well, no, I I don't. I don't mind them, honestly. Well, well, that's very nice. Oh, for goodness sakes, dear, this is silly. If you want to smoke a cigar now and then, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do it right in your own home.
5: (laughs) Harriet,
1: you've never seen me smoke a cigar, have you?
4: I know it. I shouldn't wonder that you'd be afraid to after the way I've been fussing at you lately.
3: I wish I could smoke one, boy. Ricky,
4: you give that to me. And get me a match.
3: Guy, are you going to smoke it, Mom? Huh? Of
4: course not. Your father is. Now, now, wait a minute, Harriet.
3: Here's your slippers, Pop. Well,
4: this looks like a beautiful cigar. But, Harriet, I don't smoke cigars. Honestly, I don't. I'll even light it for you. There, how's that for service?
5: Well, that's fine. Dolly, look at all the smoke.
1: Well, Mm
3: how is it, Pop? It's
1: it's fine, David. I better
3: see
5: about the leg of
3: the lamb. (laughs) Gee, are you all right, Pop? (laughs) Sounds like something stuck in his throat. (laughs) Maybe it's a
5: cigar.
6: Excuse me, boys.
5: Tell your mother, I just stepped out for some fresh air. <laughs>
2: We all know lots of men who are just naturally the cigar-smoking type. Unfortunately, however, Ozzie Nelson is not one of them. Look at him, staggering down the front steps with the smoldering cheroot hanging limply between his fingers. He stares thoughtfully at the cigar for a moment. He glances back at the house. Now he looks at the cigar again. He looks back at the house. He looks at the cigar. He takes a firm grip on it. He looks back at the house and then at the street. Now he's winding up for the pitch.
5: Hey, Art.
1: Oh, oh, hello, Thurney. What are you doing? Uh, uh, nothing.
2: Hey, since when did you start smoking cigars?
1: No, I haven't. Uh, This was forced on me by my barber. His wife just had Twins. Now, if you stand back, I'm going to see how far I can throw it. Well, but, Oz, that's practically a whole cigar. Give me room, Thorny. But you can't throw that away. You've hardly smoked it. Thorny, this is strictly a matter of self defense. A cigar happens to be stronger than I am. <laughs> now, just a second. hold my arm. You Lord. can't throw away that cigar. I can if you let me go. Be reasonable, Oz. It was a gift from your Bob. If you don't want it, you had no right to accept it. I had no choice. I couldn't insult the man. Besides, he had a razor in his hand. Well, I enjoy a cigar now, then. Fine, here you are, Thorne. He gave me three of them, and I'll be very happy to let you have the other two. Oh, thanks, Oz. You're welcome to them, I can assure you. I think I'll smoke one right now.
6: Catherine doesn't care much for cigars.
1: Well, I hope not. No, I mean she
2: doesn't like the smell of them.
6: Personally, I find a good cigar very satisfying.
1: Harriet certainly doesn't object to them. She practically jammed this one down my throat.
2: Well, she's very thoughtful of her.
1: I'm glad you think so.
2: Oh, it is.
6: There aren't many women who would allow their husbands to smoke cigars in the house, much less encourage it.
1: Now, look, Thorny, in the first place, it was all a mistake. Harriet found the cigars in my coat pocket and jumped to the wrong conclusion.
2: So now I suppose you're going to take the bloom off a thoughtful gesture by telling her that you don't like cigars.
1: Well, of course I'm going to tell her. Why shouldn't I?
2: If I were you, I'd walk back in the house with that half-smoked cigar
1: and at least let Harriet have the pleasure of thinking you're enjoying yourself. Well, yes, I suppose I could do that. Why, certainly. You don't want her to feel ridiculous. After all, she was
6: only trying to make you feel comfortable in your own home. Well, that's true.
1: I must admit I have been a bit unreasonable lately. Messing up the house, leaving stuff around. You know, women like things neat and tidy, especially Harriet. Say, I'll tell you, why don't you hurry back to the barbershop and get a shine and a manicure? Oh, I don't think that's necessary.
6: No, but maybe I'd get a few more cigars out of it.
5: (laughs)
1: Oh, yes, dear. I was just outside enjoying my cigar.
4: But I told you, you don't have to go outside to smoke. Oh, I I know that.
1: I was just talking to Thorny.
4: You know, a cigar makes you look very masculine and mature. It's really quite becoming.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm glad you like it.
4: Gives you a certain air of confidence and assurance.
1: It gives me a certain air, all right.
5: (laughs) Here you are,
4: Mom. Well, that was quick work, David. What's this? A little surprise for you, dear. I hope you like them.
1: Oh, boy, a a whole box of
5: cigars.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I have one, Pa. The boys just ran down to the store and got them. Are they the right brand? They're the same kind you're smoking. Well,
1: how would. I I mean, yes, I I guess they they look fine.
4: (laughs) Sit down and enjoy a cigar, dear. Dinner's not quite ready.
3: Sure, sit down. Relax, Pa.
1: Okay, stop pushing. Say, this looks like a nice one. Oh. Here's
4: the ashtray.
3: Here's another cigar. Oh, wait a minute. I just started to
1: smoke this one.
3: We haven't even lit it yet.
1: Well, anticipating the smoke is one of the pleasures of smoking.
3: I'll light it for you.
1: I
6: do?
3: I'll go see about dinner. Are you comfortable, Pop?
4: Oh, yes,
6: David.
1: Uh, Why don't you open a window, David Kate?
5: Getting a little stuffy in here. How about another cigar, Pop? No, I've got one in my hand.
3: You haven't got one in your other
5: hand.
1: I'm using that to fan away. Thank you, one cigar is plenty.
3: The sooner you smoke them, the sooner you get another box.
1: Believe me, Ricky, I appreciate your interest in my happiness.
3: We get prizes for the rappers.
1: (laughs) Oh, so that's it.
3: If we get 50 cigar bands, we get a catcher's mitt.
1: Kind of thought there was a catch in this somewhere.
3: Yeah, they got a lot of neat stuff there.
1: Oh, that's nice.
3: How long will it take you to smoke fifty cigars?
1: Uh, quite a while, I'm afraid. Look, fellows, if you'll excuse me for a minute, I want to run over and have a word with Mister Thornberry.
3: I put some cigars in your coat pocket if you want to smoke.
1: Oh, thanks, David. Save the
3: wrappers.
1: Yes, yes, I will. Tell your mother I'll be back in a few minutes.
3: Okay, pa. Hey, wait a minute. What's the matter? Don't forget your cigar. Oh, uh, uh,
1: just uh, toss it out the window. I'll pick it up as I walk by. <laughs> Thorny, would you step out here for a moment, please? Okay. What's up? My blood pressure. You and your ideas. I've done something wrong? Thorny, what always happens when I take your advice?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: And it happened again. What happened? Remember you told me to pretend I really like cigars so Harriet's feelings wouldn't get hurt? Yeah. Yeah. She just gave me a whole box of them. Now what do I do? Well, that doesn't sound like much of a hardship to me. Well, it is to me. Now every time I open my mouth, somebody sticks a cigar in it.
5: <laughs> As I
1: see it, you haven't got much of a problem at all.
6: You have a box of cigars and you don't like cigars. Am I right? Go on. Well, since I'm your best friend, I'm going to be a big man and take them off your hands.
1: You're welcome to them. Here, you can have all these in my pocket. Oh, thanks. Got a match? Here.
6: Eh, These cigars are very nice. I've always said it's an ill wind that blows nobody good.
1: Please blow the ill wind somewhere else, will you, Tom?
4: You didn't seem to eat very much dinner.
1: Oh, I had plenty, thanks.
4: Okay, dear, go ahead. What do you mean? Oh, stop pretending. I know you're dying to get in the other room and have a cigar.
1: No, 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 no. It's very nice just to sit here at the table.
3: Come on, Pop. Have a cigar.
1: Look, Ricky, I'll buy you a catcher's mitt. (laughs) Harriet, boys, there's something I'd like to tell you.
4: Yes, I know, dear. You want a cigar. No, I don't
1: want a cigar. David,
4: get your father a cigar.
3: Here's three of them. But, Harry, honestly, I don't want
4: to... Ricky, for goodness sake, you want
5: to choke me? Come on,
3: have a smoke, Pop.
4: Okay, okay. You see, if you don't have an after-dinner cigar, you're irritable. I am not
3: irritable. I'm very (laughs) (laughs) cheerful. Gee, bit a cigar in half. Here's another one, Pop. Oh, I'll get it.
6: Do you want your slippers, dear? No, no, thank you, Harriet. I'm fine. Uh, good evening, everybody. I hope I didn't interrupt your dinner. Oh, hello,
4: Dr. Hello, Brown. Dr. No, we just finished. Oh,
6: fine. I dropped by mainly to see you, Mr. Nelson. Me? Yes. Uh, Mr. Thornberry's a very good friend of yours, isn't he? Yes, that's right. Is something wrong with Thorny, doctor? Oh, nothing too serious. His wife asked me to stop in and have a look at him.
4: Is he sick?
6: Well, he was when I looked at him. <laughs> His face had a greenish tinge. His eyes were rather glassy. He seemed upset and didn't have much of an appetite.
1: Say, that that sounds serious to me.
6: Oh, not really. I'm afraid Mr. Thornberry's just been smoking too much.
4: Thorny? He hardly ever smokes.
6: Well, evidently he's been doing quite a bit of it lately. I thought Mr. Nelson could kind of keep an eye on him and see that he cuts down on the cigars. Well, I'll try. Well, he promised to quit, but I think he'll be all right if he just tapers off. Well, I'll, I'll uh, uh, sure do what I can. <coughs> well, fine, Mr. Nelson. I knew you'd be glad to help. Oh, sure. <coughs> I'll be running along now. I'm
4: happy you told us, Doctor.
6: Yes, yeah, you've got to watch that smoking. <coughs> you'd better do something about that cold, Mr. Nelson.
1: Oh, this isn't exactly a cold.
6: <coughs> oh, sounds pretty bad. Here, let's have a look at you here in the light.
1: I think I'm looking pretty green. What is it, Doctor?
6: How have you been feeling lately, Mr. Nelson?
1: Uh, not too good. Like I say, I, I've been kind of green and, 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 and sort of upset and uh, I haven't had much of an appetite.
5: <coughs> oh, oh,
4: oh, this cough.
1: <coughs> what do you think,
6: Doctor?
4: Doctor, do you think he's just been smoking too much?
6: Smoking? Mr. Nelson doesn't smoke.
4: Oh, but I, but I have been lately.
1: Oh,
6: well, in that case, I'd say Mrs. Nelson was quite right. You and Mr. Thornberry seem to have the same symptoms
1: You mean then you think I I ought to quit smoking my cigars?
6: Oh, we don't have to be that drastic I'm sure you're not a heavy smoker Oh, I
1: don't know I got that box of cigars today You can see for yourself It's almost half empty Oh, Ozzy Well,
6: that's going at it pretty strong, Mr. Nelson
1: Oh, when I smoke,
6: I really smoke (laughs) I'd be best if I just quit Well, it's not as easy as it sounds, you know Why not just limit yourself to three or four a day?
1: No, sir, I've decided to quit smoking, and I'll stick to it. Well, do you really want to quit, Ozzy? Believe me, Howard, I haven't the faintest desire to light a cigar.
6: Well, it seems a shame to waste all the rest of those cigars, though. (laughs) Really nothing better than a good cigar now and then. Well, why don't you take them, Dr. Brown? Oh, oh, I couldn't do that. (laughs) Still, it might be best to remove any temptation.
1: Well, sure. <laughs> Go ahead, take them, Doctor.
6: Well, I will. Uh, thank you very much. That's perfectly all right. Do you mind
1: if I light one up? No, no, no. Go right ahead. Hmm. <coughs> <coughs>
6: I'll be running along. I think you'll be all right now, Mr. Nelson. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Thanks, Doctor. Oh, well, thanks again for the cigar. Don't mention it.
4: Aren't you ashamed of yourself? Well, what do you mean? You didn't fool me in the least. You were just trying to find an excuse to give up smoking those cigars.
1: Oh, Harriet, why should I suddenly give up smoking cigars after all these years?
4: You never smoked one before in your life, and you know it.
1: Well, you said so yourself. I figured you wouldn't want cigar ashes around the house, so I've been a sneaky smoker. Isn't that what you
4: said? Look, dear, we've been married for 15 years. The first thing a wife learns is to go through her husband's pockets, and I've never found a cigar there yet. (laughs) Well, then why did you insist?
1: Oh, never mind.
4: Come on, you can help me with the dishes.
1: Okay. Uh, just a minute.
4: Hey, where'd you get that cigar?
1: You don't think I gave them all to Dr. Brown, do you? Confidentially, I'm beginning to like them. (laughs) say, Harriet, as long as I'm smoking cigars now, would you pick up a few things for me when you go downtown?
4: Of course. What do you want me to get?
1: Oh, some more cigars, a smoking jacket, and a humidor.
4: Let's see now. Okay. Cigars, smoking jacket, humidor, and hiking boots. Hiking boots? Well, certainly. You don't think you're going to smoke those cigars in the house, do you? (laughs)
1: of Ozzy and Harriet presented by the H.J. Hines Company and starring Ozzy Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Appearing in support of Ozzy and Harriet were their two sons David and Ricky Nelson, John Brown, Frank Nelson, Herb Vigrant, and yours truly, Vern Smith. Original music was composed and conducted by Billy May. So long folks, this is Ozzy
2: saying goodnight for the four Nelsons and the 57 varieties.
0: I hope you enjoyed this latest Geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often and make sure to subscribe to my podcast, so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep GeezerGus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by. Bye bye for now.